This episode of the Tech Money Podcast is sponsored by Capital Area Tax Consultants. Capital Area Tax Consultants is a virtual tax and accounting firm that specializes in helping high net worth individuals navigate the complexities of the tax code. While our team of tax pros are well-versed in all things tax, our areas of expertise include rental real estate and equity compensation. With our comprehensive tax planning services, our one goal is to help clients maximize savings and minimize their tax liability each year. At Capital Area Tax Consultants, we believe in pricing transparency and flat fees. Before engaging with us, you'll receive an upfront quote in black and white with a description of any services to be performed. This way, there are no hidden surprises. So don't wait. Reach out to us today to experience a better approach to taxes at www.capgllc.com. Again, that web address is www.capgllc.com. Welcome to the Tech Money Podcast, the place where tech workers come to get smarter about their money. Hosted by certified financial planner, speaker, blogger, and self-proclaimed personal finance nerd, Malcolm Etheridge. Each episode aims to take you beneath the surface level and cover traditional personal finance topics in a way that is both approachable and relatable, all from the perspective of the tech professional. Without further delay, here's your host. Hey there, listeners, Malcolm here. And on today's show, we're talking financial planning. More specifically, we're talking about workplace retirement accounts, aka your 401k, and the reasons why I believe you should always take it with you when you change jobs. If you recently changed jobs or are currently considering an offer for a new one, you've probably thought about plenty. From your new salary and benefits package to the commute, or if you're working remotely, how awesome it's going to be to save time and money on commuting and perhaps even how you'll spend your sign-on bonus and reward yourself for a job well done. However, there's a good chance you haven't given much thought at all to what you'll do with the money you've accumulated in your soon-to-be former company's 401k plan, but you should. Anytime you leave a company where you have contributed to the 401k plan, you have three options for what to do with the money that you've saved. You can either, one, roll the balance to your new company's plan, or another tax-advantaged retirement savings plan such as an IRA. Two, leave it there and do absolutely nothing. Or three, liquidate it and receive your entire balance as a check in cash. If you elect to cash out your retirement savings upon leaving your employer, you will not only lose out on the future compounding of those retirement assets, but you'll also lose a significant portion of those savings to taxes and penalties. And assuming you're neither on the verge of retirement, nor old enough to begin taking required minimum distributions, cashing out your retirement account is probably the least desirable option of the three. So having a plan for that money will better ensure that you don't go with option three and that you keep that money invested and deferred from taxes until your eventual retirement as intended. And while the data on this can vary widely, Depending on various factors such as age, income level, and the type of retirement plan you're in, we do know that a significant number of people do tend to go for option three and cash out those retirement dollars whenever they change jobs. The best option, however, is to take your 401k account with you. Whether you move the money from one 401k plan to another or to an IRA, you have the option of either an indirect or a direct rollover. 
Both options have the potential for a tax-free movement of assets from one retirement savings vehicle to another, but one just involves a little bit more work and a little bit more risk to get you there. Either way, it's worth reiterating, this is the best option. A direct rollover helps you to avoid the temptation to spend your savings and ensures that your retirement dollars make it to their intended destination. With a direct rollover, all you have to do is provide your former employer or the plan administrator with the new financial institution's name, address, and deposit instructions. And at your request, they send your distribution directly to your IRA or your new company's plan. This way, you can have confidence that you'll not lose any of your account balance to taxes, penalties, or temptation. Conversely, with an indirect rollover, your account will be liquidated and the remaining balance will be mailed to you in a check. It's important to know that once the check is cut, it's your responsibility to deposit it into an IRA or into your new employer's plan within 60 calendar days to avoid a penalty. Hence the reason I say, It comes with just a little bit more complication and a little bit more risk. For one reason or another, many people do not end up completing the rollover once they have that check in their hands. And any amount not rolled over is taxable as ordinary income. And if you happen to be younger than 59 and a half, the full amount will be subject to an additional 10% early distribution penalty. So while IRAs are a popular vehicle for consolidating retirement savings and the investment flexibility they provide, most 401k plans limit your choices to just a few mutual funds, mostly some stock funds and a bond fund or two, and that's pretty much it. They also limit the number of times each year you're allowed to rebalance your portfolio or change up your investment mix. Nonetheless, with an IRA, you get to trade pretty freely, and almost any type of investment is available to you especially if you're what they consider an accredited investor. That is, someone making $200,000 a year as an individual, $300,000 a year as a couple, or you have a net worth of a million dollars or more. Something else to consider in this equation is whether you own any of your company's stock in your 401k. These days, companies have gotten very creative about the different ways they motivate their teams to do well, and one of the more popular practices is to offer employees opportunity to own company stock. And one of the more popular ways companies offer ownership of that stock is by allowing you to purchase shares through your 401k plan. And depending mainly on how long you're with that company, in some instances, employees are able to accumulate a pretty sizable number of those shares in their 401k and defer taxes on any growth in the process. But what happens when it's time to leave the company? What happens to all those shares of stock you've accumulated? Well, again, that's why it's important to have a plan prior to making the move. If the stock you own inside your former company's plan has appreciated any, the decision of if and how to execute a rollover is no longer so straightforward. While it's likely that you're prohibited from rolling that appreciated company's stock into your new company's plan, it could also be a bad idea to roll these shares over to an IRA. A change in employment can provide you with an opportunity to move the stock to a brokerage account, immediately pay the applicable taxes due, and subsequently receive more favorable tax treatment on any gains in that stock in the long run. The difference between the stock's value when acquired and its current value, known as its net unrealized appreciation, or NUA for short, would then be subject only to capital gains tax rather than the more costly ordinary income tax. This is why moving company stock to a brokerage account as opposed to rolling it into another tax-deferred retirement account could be the preferred option. 
In other words, how that appreciation in the stock's value is ultimately taxed will depend on the type of account the stock is transferred to when it leaves that 401k. If the transfer is to an IRA, the full account balance will remain deferred from taxes until you take a distribution. And while the tax deferral is certainly helpful, it's important to be aware of the inherent trade-off that you're ultimately making. In this instance, you'd have to pay ordinary income tax on the stock's full appreciated value once you sell it to take a distribution in the future. Even if your plan is to sell appreciated shares immediately after separating from your employer, there is still an advantage to rolling those shares to a brokerage account first. As of the time of this episode, at least, stocks are required to be held for at least a full year to receive long-term capital gains treatment rather than as ordinary income. Definitely important to point that out here. However, this is not the case with stock transferred directly from your 401k to a brokerage account. So, to keep from getting too technical here, I feel like I'm nerding out just a little bit too much. I'm asking you to do too much math on a podcast. Just suffice it to say, it's worth slowing down and considering all options before deciding between door number one, door number two, or door number three. Okay, so we talked about the option of cashing out the plan. We called that door number three. And we've talked about rolling over to an IRA. I referred to that as door number two. So let's talk for a moment about rolling into your new company's 401k plan instead. Still, door number two. Let me just get it out of the way and say that I am almost never a fan of this option. The only one instance I'd recommend it is if you're interested in executing a backdoor Roth conversion and having this traditional IRA sitting out there would get in the way of your eligibility to do that. And you don't have any other choices. One key benefit to rolling over your old 401k to an IRA rather than your new company's 401k plan, is that you get to consolidate your retirement savings from all your previous jobs into one convenient location. I'm also all about simplicity when it comes to managing my own money. And rolling over to a single IRA can also just help you get a better overall picture of your asset allocation and ensure that your investments are all actually working in concert with one another rather than being all spread out. This way, you get one account statement for all your retirement assets, have only one set of account access information to remember. You may even be able to reduce any associated fees. And speaking of, while comparing the fees and features of each potential rollover destination will help you identify the best location for your nest egg, this one is mostly a matter of preference. Some people base their decisions solely on fees, which I understand, but Others are more concerned with having access to financial advice, maybe, or maybe sophisticated retirement planning tools, the things that actually move the needle a little bit more, in my opinion. And while most 401k plans pass some of the account management fees along to the employees who participate in the plan, few IRA custodians charge their account holders any annual administration fee solely for having an account, at least not the bigger brokerage shops like a Vanguard or a Fidelity or a Schwab, for example. So it's important to point out after saying that, that they do, however, charge all kinds of different fees for access to a dedicated financial advisor. If you want someone to provide guidance as necessary or be on call to answer any of your questions as they come, that does come at an additional cost. One last point of caution, whether you choose a direct or indirect rollover to either your new company's plan or to an IRA, 
be careful to check and make sure that any after-tax contributions you once made to your former employer's plan gets rolled over to a tax-free Roth IRA. If you mistakenly commingle after-tax and pre-tax contributions in the same pot, it can be a nightmare to get sorted out later. So just do yourself a favor and ask, prior to confirming the rollover, are there any after-tax dollars in this account? And if so, can you please cut me a separate check for that amount? Okay, so to bring this whole thing home, if you're one of those people who actually likes the investment options and plan services offered by your former employer's plan, and you believe the fees you pay there are reasonable, then do nothing. Just leave your savings where they are and go on about your life. I'm sorry to have wasted your time listening to this episode. But for the rest of us, the more reasonable few, the eventual pain points and challenges of leaving your 401k with your former employer likely aren't worth it. Simple things like the fact that you no longer receive any correspondence about any changes to the plan, since those are typically communicated through internal channels, or the regular mail, and moving without calling your old company's plan administrator to update that new address will mean you never receive the notices. That's probably enough of an annoyance to make it worth rolling over the funds, in my opinion. Or I'll say it this way. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Once you're an older person gearing up for retirement and you don't have to hunt down five or 10 or even 15 different accounts and logins and statements trying to convince some new AI chatbot that you are, in fact, who you say you are, even though their facial recognition does not recognize your face. That version of you will certainly thank you for listening to me today. Okay, listeners, that's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe via your favorite podcasting platform. That way, you'll be alerted immediately each week when a new episode is released. Maybe even consider sharing the link to this week's episode with your friends and colleagues. And if you really liked what you heard, be sure to leave a review. This will help make sure that more people just like you are able to find the show organically. You may connect with me, your host, on social, at Malcolm on Money, and feel free to send us any questions, comments, or kudos to podcast at tech-money.com. And as always, we hope that this episode of the Tech Money Podcast has helped to make you just a little bit smarter about your money. This has been the Tech Money Podcast. For more information on today's topic, to review the show notes, or to catch up on past episodes, be sure to check out tech-money.com. And if you have an idea for a show topic that you'd like us to cover, or you want to send us feedback, the web address again is tech-money.com. You can also find Malcolm across all social media platforms at Malcolm on Money. This episode was written and created by Malcolm Etheridge with the production, the editing, and the sound controls powered by Tech Money LLC. Thank you for listening. information shared in this recording and by its guests represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not represent the views or opinions of the host. This content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. This content is not, nor is it intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. It is always recommended that you seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your personal financial situation. 
This episode of the Tech Money Podcast is sponsored by Capital Area Tax Consultants. Capital Area Tax Consultants is a virtual tax and accounting firm that specializes in helping high net worth individuals navigate the complexities of the tax code. With our comprehensive tax planning services, our one goal is to help clients maximize savings and minimize their tax liability each year. Our team of certified public accountants and enrolled agents is well-versed in the latest tax laws, ensuring that you capitalize on every opportunity for strategic tax optimization. We anticipate changes and keep you up to date on opportunities to potentially reduce your tax bill in the future. With a focus on precision and strategic planning, we are your trusted partner both during tax season and throughout the year. So don't wait. Reach out to us today to experience a better approach to taxes at www.capgllc.com. Again, that web address is www.capgllc.com.